Hello guys, welcome to another awesome episode of the Chica Travel Podcast. My name is Lelo Boyana and I have just recently come back from an awesome, awesome trip in Lamu, uh, Kenya. And it was everything I expected and more. We had a lot of fun. The people I traveled with, they were just... Yes, I have no words. It was just beautiful. So I promise I will record an episode about this Um hopefully to come out in the next week or so so please do look out for that one this week though i'm chatting to janine jealous who is a writer editor digital content creator and a marketing specialist content marketing specialist she is someone i really am glad to know and when chatting to her you will hear i got carried away by her beauty so please guys pardon me when you listen because the first couple of minutes i go on and on about her face and her hair but i promise after all of that there is actually a conversation about travel and this week we are talking culinary tourism and all the places you should visit if like her you travel not only for what you can see but also what is there to eat so as you listen please make a note of the places that janine shares with us but don't rush to book that flight ticket because we have this damn coronavirus to worry about so let's be cautious with where we travel to because at this stage we really don't have any protection against this virus so we just have to try and protect ourselves and stay safe um, as far as we can uh, what we are being told for now is really just to practice good uh, good hygiene, I mean. Uh, wash our hands regularly with soap and water, cover our noses uh, when sneezing or coughing, and also refrain from touching uh, your mouth and your nose. Uh, and they are also saying that there is no need for us to wear masks. So the only time you actually do need to wear a mask is if you are exper- experiencing the corona symptoms. Uh, I'll do my best also to find someone I can chat to about this uh, coronavirus and how it affects travel. But for now, though, I would say hold off from booking those international holidays. Let's rather book short left. And when you are driving to your short left, taking a road trip, you should listen to this food travel conversation with Janine. Hello, Janine. Hello, Lelo. I have finally ascended. Honey, you are in the building. <laughs> hey, Jenny is in the building, guys, and she's looking fabulous. You should see her hair oh is goodness. popping. And I just want, before we start, like, what are you doing? Why do you look so good? Like, what do you do? What's the secret? Is it the, <sighs> the food you eat? Is it being married? <laughs> what is it? Hey, you know, the, <laughs> the bottom line is always money washes, guys. <laughs> Where did the money come from? No, guys, I'm only playing. Um, <laughs> stop eating meat. Stop eating dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wash your face. Even dairy? So I've kind of cheated. I've gone back to dairy a little. Yeah. But I, I've actually seen over the last week and a half, mm. going back to dairy, I have like literally three pimples because of this. <gasps> so, yes. Okay. So you said wash your faces every night. Because I, I know some of y'all ain't washing your faces. I didn't guys. wash my face last night. Mm. And then people want to ask me questions. <laughs> 
So you're really religious about it. Even when you come home and you've had it like last or two of wine or cocktails, still wash your face. I me, I'm am lazy. obsessed. So some, some, sometimes people say they cheat and they use the micellar water or something and on a wet wipe and then they no. use it. No? Wash? No. No. Wash. Wash your face. <laughs> mm, I'm I'm probably going to regret this in like two to three years. So I'm going to start washing my face. And and you know, I'm I'm headed to 40 now mm. and it's just... Please, honey, you are so far from 40. Please stop it. I'm five years from 40. Five yeah. years? Do you know where I am? Anyway, we're not, we won't talk about it. So okay. please stop it. Well, <laughs> You're actually, very far. Are you also <laughs> tripping me up? Because to the people out there, I'm 28. Always 28. But... um. You know, I, I always have to think about the future. Mm-hmm. My own personal resale value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I think you're onto something. I'm going to start washing my face. Mm. Because I cannot afford for this value to go down. Eish. And and also Fenty Beauty. Shout out to Fenty Beauty. I love Fenty Beauty. Mm. I love, and now we can find it on Take A Lot. Um, at those prices, know, I'd rather buy expensive. a plane ticket. But here's, oh! <laughs> and go to Sephora. But for people that don't travel... Uh, like we do, uh, or rather like you do. So, take uh, <laughs> a lot is the option. But I'm just glad that we can find it locally. No, true. But mm. I just think the resale prices it's are just, they're high. criminal. I yeah. mean, Cyril Ramaphosa's economy, guys, we can't be paying. Ish. <laughs> what what Fenty Beauty products do you use? Guys, yes, you are, you did not tune into the wrong podcast. This is the travel <laughs> podcast. We are just talking about beauty items. So, what I've got on right now, I've I've got on a foundation. Mm-hmm. I've got on her brow thing. Is the foundation the uh, the pro matte, the soft what what? I don't even know the pro matte okay. filter, yeah. whatever. Mm. Um, her brow pencil. Mm-hmm. Um, I use her bronzer like for eyeshadow and bronzer. Oh. I have her this new chocolate uh, gloss. I've got that on. So mm-hmm. I'm a full. I'm mm-hmm. a walking Fenty bubble. And guys, you know, if you follow her. What's your Instagram going to Janine J. Janine underscore J. J. Yeah. She has all all on on your stories. It's all there. Yeah, it's like. all there. <laughs> I know a lot of people who know me and see mm-hmm. me day to day ask, so where is all this makeup? Because I don't yeah, wear makeup it, every day. Yeah. But um But even now you you say you're wearing makeup. The only thing I can see, I can see like there by your um, yeah, like eyeshadow. Eyeshadow yeah. is there, but the skin looks so natural. So this foundation that you've got on it really yeah. literally looks like your own skin. Because I don't want to look like a face yes, beat every day. I yes. want to. I want that reaction mm. where people are like, "What are you doing? You look amazing." Mm. When mm. I know that it's actually makeup, but I don't want to look like yes. I'm wearing. And your brows? Tell me about your brows because they look beautiful. Thank they you. They don't look. They don't look like you know. Hey, what what is like that? Dubai what brows? They don't look like Dubai brows, but they look done and they look nice and natural. Tell me about your brows. So I microblade. I go to the brow studio in Melrose. So microblading is actually okay because I have yeah. a makeup artist who once told me don't even do it. Because I'm looking at you your brows to. and they look so nice. So I microblade and then I fold it in with the Fenty with the Fenty so pencil do, over. How long, when did you start with the microblading? So I probably started, what year is this? 2020. So I think I probably went for my first round in 2017. <gasps> I only found out yeah. a microblading last year. 
you, you know, I'm a I'm my biggest guinea pig. I'm one of those people. If there's a new thing popping, new beauty it. thing popping, yeah. I'm the girl who's gonna be like, well, clearly somebody has to try yes. it. So might as well tattoo my face. <laughs> you know? Okay. So, and you haven't had you you had to obviously you did it the first time and you had to go yeah. back and so on. Yeah. And you haven't had any problems. No. So I've been back a few times. Mm. I got the same person. How often do you have to go back? I've been back. So 2017, I've done it three times now. Okay, I think I'm going to try because brows. And off, yeah. I don't think I want to even take a picture with you because your brows are too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Janine, you're here to talk about travel. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm here to talk about stamping oh, my passport. Our favorite thing. My but also, fave. you have to tell me like when this whole thing started because all of a sudden you're like, I mean, why is Janine all over Everywhere. now? All of a sudden, <laughs> you know? So, when did this whole thing start? Um, before before you go, you talk about travel. Yeah. Can I just tell people about like how amazing we were even before this whole influencer influencer thing started? Tell the people. Guys, Kim Kardashian and ah! Chloe. <laughs> is it Chloe or, or, or Courtney? Was, Chloe. Was Chloe. I they forgot came, this. I even came, forgot the story. They came to South Africa. I don't even remember what year it was. 2010. 2010. And there was a dinner. Mm. They chose 10 influen- influencers. Before the word influencers was even a yeah. thing, to have dinner with Chloe and Kim Kardashian. Mm. And Janine and I, and obviously eight other ladies, were up in the mix. Yes. And I, I ate dinner opposite Kim. Girl. And she did not look up from a Blackberry once. <laughs> Do you remember what happened after they went to Cape Town? So they were they, they did oh. Joburg. It was a brutal fruit launch. Yes. And then they went to Cape Town for another party. And then they were tweeting about being stranded. <laughs> and do you remember at the dinner, we were being dragged on Twitter. Yes. Same time. Because people were calling us liars. Yes. Because the Kardashians hadn't they didn't, tweeted. They didn't tweet anything about being there. What was the Botswana thing? Was the Botswana thing there or was it Because Kim said something about Botswana. I and think they flew to, to Botswana, Botswana and then they were yes, mm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, they were on their phones the whole <laughs> evening. Imagine you having dinner with the Kardashians and the Kardashians are just busy on their blackberries. Yes. The whole time. So, but we got to see them and we got I to mean, have dinner with them. <laughs> we've been doing it for a while. Yeah, we have been doing it for a while. Yeah. And here we are still looking good, especially you. Tell the youth. <laughs> okay. So you, you, you love travel. Yes. You do it. I don't know how many times a year. Tell me about your relationship with travel and when it started. Okay, so yes, I do travel a lot. People mm. always ask me, when are you in South Africa? Um, <laughs> Isn't that annoying? It is I'm like, very annoying. I spend most of my time in South Africa. <laughs> I know, but also at the same time, I can't do 52 weeks of the year here, guys. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> we go through a lot in this country, guys. It's too much. It's too much. And you know what? It's mm. a very privileged thing to say that every now and again, yeah. I can dip out. So some people can't. Exactly. But, but every now and again, I need to dip out mm. so that I can miss this place. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, so the love is still there <laughs> through the hard times. Mm. Example, this past weekend, Saturday, I had no water. Sunday, I had no electricity. Oh, guys. You know how it is. We all yeah. live the struggle. Mm. Um, hashtag first world problems, whatever. <laughs> um, but I think in terms of my love and relationship with travel, it goes back a long, a long way. Yeah. So I think I've always been a curious person. I've mm. always wanted to know about the world. Okay. Um, growing up, a little girl on the Cape Flats, like mm. where a lot of people hadn't even gone to the beach before, you know? Isn't that shocking? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a reality. Um, mm. But I 
was fortunate enough that, you know, I grew up in a family mm-hmm. where education was really important. Yeah. Um, some of you young people all know what an encyclopedia is, but, you know, <laughs> we had those encyclopedias yes. and that was kind of my first brush with the world, mm-hmm. you know. I was mm-hmm. obsessed with the reading, with knowing about the world, mm-hmm. reading about all these different places, all these different cultures, everything mm-hmm. um, in these, like, big encyclopedias. Um, yeah. So that really fueled my interest in in getting to know the world Perfect. beyond, yeah. beyond first beyond of all Hanover Cape. Park, Cape Flats, yes. Cape Town, South Africa, and going and you know exploring. Yeah. Um, my my grandmother would always say, you know, now that we are hashtag or inverted commas free, quote unquote mm-hmm. free, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, quote unquote free. Um, she'd always tell me, you know, you need to take advantage of any and mm-hmm. every opportunity. Oh wow. And that's something that has really pushed me throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Like knowing that, you know, when we get offered these opportunities to do different things, it's mm-hmm. not just about us. There have been so many people within our mm. own families, our mm. mothers, our grandmothers, who never mm. had these opportunities. Mm. Um, so even, I mean, when I was a kid, one of the easiest ways to travel was in my schooling career, yeah. learning German. Oh, so I took German as an additional language at school so that yes. I could become an exchange student. Oh, <laughs> and did that happen? Yes. Oh, tell me about it. So at fifteen, was I was that in, your first trip outside yes, of the country? Yes, that was yes. my first trip because it's a free trip. Yeah, it's a sponsored trip. Yeah, if you're a good student, mm. um, one student in my school would get chosen to become an exchange student. And you were right. Student? So I was one of those kids. I, I'm, I, you know, ninety percent vibes. <laughs> yeah. So I became an exchange student in high school mm. just so that I could see the world. That Where was like in my Germany first. Did you go? I went to this little town called Kassel. Mm. It's in the center of the of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was twenty years ago now. Mm-hmm. Last mm. year, I actually attended the wedding of my exchange sister. Oh, so that's yeah. why you so went, I went to, to Berlin oh, last. Yes. October, November, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was late in the year. Yeah, and mm. I went to attend her wedding. So mm. it just goes to show that that first brush with Damn. international that was a long time tra- ago, twenty years, fifteen. Yeah. yeah, and we're still in contact. We still chat. You know. Wow. Her parents. I was supposed to be a surprise for her parents, but she couldn't keep it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> so she told them. <laughs> yeah. So seeing them after twenty years yes. was just such a trip. Oh um, my goodness. And I'm hoping to go back maybe later this year just to go mm. say hi again. What time of day it was October? Was it a bit cold when you went? So it. I mean, cold is relative, right? <laughs> so it was bearable. Okay. Like we actually. What did, is bearable? How many degrees is that? You know, like 10, 12. That's bearable. That's like jacket weather, you know. (laughs) No one was, I wasn't messing around in snow. So to me, anything above snow Mm -hmm. is warm. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Okay. So what, so uh, what, what overall is your travel philosophy, would you say? So for me, I'm a big believer in go while you can with what you have. Yes. Just go, guys. Yes. Like, that's me, right? Yes. And then the second, my second kind of travel philosophy is I'm a meticulous planner. I've mm-hmm. learned to become a meticulous planner because if I've got 50K just from, it's fallen from the sky, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Lol. I've worked my ass off for it. Mm. Um, I could either go one place or I could go two places. Mm-hmm. So... I plan meticulously so if that I, I can if travel. I have, if I have 50K, I'm going to places. That's the thing, right? <laughs> I mean, and if it depends. 
how good a planner am I? Can uh, I take yes. that 50k and can I turn it into three places or four places? Uh-huh. So that's how I travel. Uh-huh. It's I I know some people think it's like luxurious and glamorous mm-hmm. and all of these sorts of things, but you know the content game. We make it look <laughs> luxurious and glamorous. Yes. Yeah. But and I think the most important thing is as as much as we make it look glamorous and however, but are you having fun? Yeah. So how much of that um, is a thing for you to make sure that yes, I'm producing the content, but I'm having fun. So how do you balance the two? Oh, it's to me, it's I'm I spend all that money to be there. I better be having the time of my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the content, again, quote unquote, is a secondary consideration for me. Okay. Like I don't put when I travel, I don't post in real time. I need to learn that. I told when Melanie was here, Melanie Bala was here. That's what I I said. This is my resolution yeah. for the year. I don't want to post in real time. Like, yeah. just take a breather, enjoy the moment, and then you can always post it. Because I always feel under pressure in the yeah. moment to be taking pictures and posting and videos and stories and all of that. But do you have to post it now? No, you, no, know? you don't have to. Even my so stories you... aren't in real time sometimes. Because okay. I'm like, I want to experience the thing. I want mm. to do the thing. I want to, you know, be there with whoever I'm traveling with. And then, yeah. you know... When we're back at the hotel and we are tired, yeah, or we're yes. back at the Airbnb and we're hanging out, then mm. there's always time to post. Yeah. So I'd rather enjoy what's in front of me and then the posting and the, you know, selecting yeah. the shot yeah. can happen when it happens. I think that's that's such an important thing, especially for me. I mean, I travel a lot. Yes. In a way. Own it. <laughs> but I feel like that's the one thing I need to master in balancing traveling a lot and people expecting you. I think yeah. it's like people expect you because you, you, you're now in a foreign country yeah. or whatever to post content. Don't fall into the pressure. Don't fall into that, you know, that trap of I need to post yes. now. You don't have to post now. So I think for people who are wanting to travel and wanting to share, you don't have to share real time. It can yes. be at, at a delay and you do it very well. Like I see you've come back for a trip like three weeks or four weeks <laughs> later. You're still posting and Drake must leave us alone also. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Drake, Drake, raise your kid. Drake, stop being an absentee father. Deal with your responsibilities and leave me and my Instagram feed alone. So, Janine, how do you pick um, destinations? Shoot, you know, I actually, uh, you can see I was a prefect. I'm such an A student. I even made notes for this interview. I love it. Thank so, okay. you. Because I, I, there is an, it's an art and a science. You know how it is. Mm. I'm not one of those people who decides on a whim necessarily. Okay. As I said, like meticulous planning is like my thing, okay. right? Okay. So I have to think about what are the reasons I'm traveling. Okay. So I get invited to wow, a lot that's of... that's deep. No, but I like the reasons why you travel. Because you know, I don't. I just like okay. I saw nice pictures here when I go. No, (laughs) so we get invited to a lot of weddings. Uh That's also another thing. That's nice. So there's a lot of destination wedding travel that happens in my life. Mm. So for example, the Berlin trip last year Mm, was a wedding. That was my my exchange sister's wedding. Zanzibar end of last year. Good friend of ours is getting married. Um, a couple of years ago. Maybe three years ago now, mm. we went to Italy for a wedding mm. and we turned it into a two-week holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, that's like, okay, why are we going someplace, yeah. right? Then um, sometimes it's like, okay. So, sorry, Janine, yeah? I'm going to interrupt you. <laughs> but I'm just thinking about 
when you say we, guys, when she's saying we, she's talking about herself and the husband. Oh, yes. And I, I remember yes, a time. Yes, I am a married person. I remember a time when Janine and I <laughs> would complain about being single on Twitter. Sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been married? So this month, this month being February, will be four years. So she's not married four years, guys, and I'm still single. Hey, sh- <laughs> I mean, I'm saying this as a married woman, but married... Marriage isn't an achievement in and of itself. You know no, what I but, mean? No, but, you know, I always think about it. Whenever I see you post yeah. on Instagram and you're traveling with your husband, I'm like, shit, Janine and I were crying about being single. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's like, four years and I'm still single. Hey, askies. <laughs> okay, sorry, you were talking yes, about Yes, so sometimes it's like, okay, <laughs> we'll be invited to a wedding, destination mm. wedding. Um, or sometimes it'll be, for example, last year I went, to Italy for the second time I took my mother mm-hmm. oh yes yeah. that was amazing did yeah. you love it because it was a birthday gift she absolutely loved it was it a birthday yes trip? it was a birthday mm-hmm. gift mm-hmm. Um, and then you know now I'm thinking where am I taking her this year so oh then, my and now there's expectations standards the standards is there now you know set. but it's also mm. I had such a great time yes. I want to do it again so it's like okay was it just you and her or your sister so the year before last, my sister mm. and I took her to New York. And oh, then last guys, year, I took her to Italy. Guys. And so this year, it's like, where do I take her? Yes. You know? Um, or if it's me traveling alone, then I have to think about different considerations. Mm. Then it's what place I've always wanted to see. Mm. What kind of culture do I want to explore? What food do I want to yes. eat? Because that's very important to me. <laughs> um, and then sometimes it's like the practical <laughs> consideration. Mm. So... Um, April, we have some public holidays coming up. Yes. So it's a one week break. Mm-hmm. Then you go, okay, how much money can I spend, spend. in that week without <laughs> breaking myself? What is a one flight destination mm-hmm. where I'm not having to change? To drag, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because a week you want to spend as much time on the Absolutely. ground as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- how good is the weather wherever I'm going? Mm-hmm. That's a a big consideration for me too. Yeah. Mm. So that's how I make these decisions. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I've got 30K. What Mm -hmm. do I do with this 30K? I've Mm -hmm. got, because I'm not, guys, hey, I'm not a millionaire yet. You're not? I mean, looking at your travels, we're not sure. I'm not a millionaire. And you also have all these giveaways that you do on Instagram. Because I just have so much stuff. Janine. Hey. I've got a lot of stuff. Oh, I accumulate why. a lot of stuff. I buy a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, because you have so much money. Mm. No, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the people I'm not about to get robbed. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so so that's a, because again, as I said, like I'm not, I'm not putting myself in debt to travel. Number yeah. one, I'm not breaking my back for okay. these travels. You know, mm. I need to. That's be, very yes. important because I think we fall under. You know, you see all these people travel. Isn't is it? Instagram is like the worst place ever. Hey, you scroll down because okay, maybe because I follow so many travel accounts, you're like ah, these people are always traveling. Mm. And then you want you also want to book a trip, but then there's work, and then most importantly, there's the budget. Yes. yes, where's the money coming from? Yep, yeah. and I'm I'm one of those people where I use my credit card to book, mm-hmm. but I always have a positive balance because I, I want the love points. It. So again. <laughs> I don't do these things on yeah. credit and I don't put myself under financial pressure. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm not Sarah Langa, guys. <laughs> Have you seen the your, the way she travels? I mean, we aspire. We I aspire, aspire to yes. inspire before yeah. I expire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm not Sarah Langa and, mm-hmm. I, and, and I, I can't even put myself under pressure yes. to try to live up to, yeah. you know? And I think also, like Jenny, 
the thing about travel is it doesn't have to be a Paris or an Italy exactly. or whatever. It can be, we have beautiful places to explore right here in Dude. South Africa as well. So it doesn't have to start with, you know, you go breaking the bank and going yeah. uh, wherever. And it doesn't also, even if you travel in uh, locally, it doesn't have to be a five-star place. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just thinking about, you know, I know Cape Town, I have a very difficult relationship with my hometown. <laughs> but like, I actually think I want to do a full week of being a tourist in Cape Town. You know, those vibes. Yeah. Because I I haven't done it in a while. I haven't even been to like your Stellenbosch. Ah! (laughs) Don't judge me. Why why do you have a judgmental look on your face? So, firstly, I studied in Stellenbosch, so there's that. (laughs) And then, secondly, let's go, girl. Let's just go. Mm. Chica travel mm. with exchange. <laughs> no, but I'm being for real. Like we can hit up the wine farms mm-hmm. again. Like when we talk about food travel, yeah, Cape Town's probably one of my favorite places. Yeah, even though it's home, you know I what wanna, I'm saying. I actually wanted to get us to that foodie travel because yeah. you travel for food. So I read, yes. I was reading this 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 blog, and they said food tourism they're talking about food tourism they said food tourism is the act of traveling for a taste of place in order to get a sense of place yeah tell me about your relationship with food and travel Ugh. must there be good food for you to decide i'm going to this place you know even if there isn't good food i'm gonna find <laughs> i'm gonna make the i'm gonna make the most mm-hmm. of what 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 i can with yes. what i have mm. so um I grew up in one of those households where my mother's a really good cook. Mm, and you? Let's not go there. I make <laughs> I make bomb reservations. Mm. And your husband loves food. Yes, I mean we this is the thing like found like like the two of us can mm. eat. Mm. You know, and we both love food. Like mm-hmm. it's one of our key passions. So yeah. I'm not anyone's like master chef <laughs> cooking with Luanda. No, none of that. None of that. <laughs> You know, chef and tea. Mm-mm. No, but I, the chef. <laughs> but I can find a, I can find a restaurant. Mm. I can find a good one. <laughs> How do you find a restaurant, a good restaurant, when you're traveling? Like, if you're going to a country that you've never been to, a city yeah. that you've never been to, how do you find a good restaurant? And not a a good restaurant just because tourists say yeah. it's a good restaurant. Because what I read is tourists say a, a restaurant is good because it's serving the kind of food that they eat at home. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to go spend all that money, travel that distance, be away from home for a week to go and eat the same place you could the same thing you could eat in Joe. I mean imagine, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and I don't knock McDonald's because I actually do love McDonald's, mm-hmm. but I'm not traveling to eat McDonald's. No. no. You know? Unless you're traveling on a budget, but then, yeah. but even if you're traveling on a budget, that depends where you go, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. how I find a place to eat yeah. when I travel. So yeah. hey guys, I'm a lot. So <laughs> we love a lot. <laughs> so it starts with what neighborhood I pick to stay in. Mm-hmm. So it's not enough for me to say I'm going to Paris. Mm-hmm. I have to go okay Which if I mean what do they call it? Guys, I'm going to be butchering so many pronunciations today. Yeah. I, but you know, so I need to know which neighborhood am I staying yes. and almost invariably what determines my decision. Mm-hmm. Is where's the best brunch? Oh, what's the best coffee? What's the best breakfast? What's the best brunch? Yeah. Then from there, or like, what's the neighborhood in that city with like a cafe culture? Ah. Right. That's how I start my decision making. Mm-hmm. So already I'm going in there knowing I'm going to the foodie mm-hmm. section of the city. Mm. Then from there, um, I have to look at 
Because it's not just, I'm a breakfast person, but I'm also a lunch person, a dinner person, a drinks person, a cocktails person. <laughs> yeah, food you know? person. <laughs> so I then start doing like a lot of research. So mm-hmm. I take various things into account. It doesn't have to be expensive food for me mm-hmm. to eat it. I need yeah. to understand like, what do people locally eat? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, what do they consider a good takeout or fast food? How, what is the lunch cult? Like, do people break for lunch? Do mm-hmm. people, or is it like in the US where it's like a sandwich culture and people don't really take lunch breaks Mm -hmm. or you know what do people eat for dinner where do they go out to eat is it a culture where they going out to eat at restaurants every night or do they cook at home and and in in places like Italy there's this siesta thing where they close like places are closed because it's lunchtime and they've gone to lunch and then they come back at like 4 whatever p.m. I mean so again it's that research you need to know that you're not going to get service all day long mm-hmm. you're gonna you you have to understand that at, in some places they serve lunch they shut down dinner's late at night mm-hmm. you know whatever it is then mm-hmm. i need to understand what do regular people eat mm-hmm. what are the local or regional delicacies mm-hmm. um you know uh what do people how do they take their cultural or their traditional food and give it a modern twist mm-hmm. like what is their cultural or traditional food and then i want to eat all of that <laughs> During your travels. Yeah. <laughs> I want to really experience it and I really want to taste mm. the thing. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of miming, a lot of pointing at menus <laughs> because you're going to go to yes. places where no one speaks English. Yes. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, just trust it. Just go in there and start <laughs> going, pointing at whatever it is on the menu, being like, you know, miming, yeah. asking questions, portion sizes, whatever. And and don't be scared to try new things, mm. try different things, mm. you know. That's that's the one area that, because I I always like traveling with people who are food um, travelers because mm. then you can because I'm terrible when it comes to food because I when it comes to the kitchen just terrible so I always <laughs> like tra- <laughs> traveling with people who know food and things so they can suggest okay what do we eat at this place I always like not always but most often I I'm always like asking people please order for me because Mm-mm-mm. yeah and then we just see. Or even at a restaurant, like there's nothing wrong with asking the wait staff, what should yes. I, what should I eat? Mm-hmm. What do people enjoy here? What mm-hmm. can, what do you recommend? Yeah. You know? Okay. So are you vegan? Vegetarian? Ish, girl, What's your this thing? This is so complex. Because <laughs> I see there on the Instagram, you've got things going on. <laughs> it's a lot. So I've been kind of toying with like, oh, veganism, blah, blah, blah. And then I did Veganuary this mm-hmm. year. I like did the whole of January with yes, just being vegan. That. And then I I was like, mm, you know, this is not really sustainable <clears throat> for my life. Let me. Why is it not sustainable? The amount of preparation okay. that is required to just mm-hmm. like maintain, you know, mm-hmm. because we're not at a level in Joburg where if you quickly need to grab lunch, what okay. are you going to grab? Okay. Mm. A salad, like that. <laughs> I don't want to eat a salad for lunch every day, you know. Yeah. Um. So then I'm like introducing a little bit more dairy or a little bit. I'm still not eating meat at all. Okay. Um. Chicken. No. No chicken. Nothing. No so, fish. No. So wow. So I'm okay, like I've I've tried to cut out red meat. I'm stressing but myself. Chicken and fish. I'm having. No, I'm really stressing myself because I have a, 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 a trip coming up and I I want to <laughs> eat things. <laughs> Where are you going? Um, so in April I'm going to Portugal. I'm oh. going to Lisbon for a week. How's the weather at that time? 
Oh, I mean, it's mild, like okay. 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost close like your spring. Your, your, yeah. your, your, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what I wanted to, I think you have kind of given it away because I wanted to ask you how big of a factor food is when big deciding factor. on where to go. Because there's, there, there's a lot of talk currently about food tourism, mm. where travel foodies are saying that they don't travel based on what they want to see, but rather what they want to eat. I mean, I wouldn't take it that far, <laughs> but I think we all have mm. our own justifications or mm -hmm. reasons to travel, you know, and they're mm. all valid. Mm. Some people travel to shop. Some yes. people travel for adventure sports, different reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think it's perfectly valid to say you want to mm. go and hit the top 50 restaurants in the world, whatever mm. it is that you want to do. I do think you have a list of places you want to go to, like at restaurants? Not restaurants necessarily, yeah. but definitely like food experiences food I want to have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's is not... Portugal on that list? Portugal's actually is, it is on that list. Okay. What do they eat in Portugal? Haibo. I don't know. Ha. Sorry. You we, don't... Do you eat Nando's, just, girl? Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zazu Bini told us about Nando's. Yeah. So can I ask you something? Yeah. Please can you not judge? No judgment on this podcast. <laughs> what do they eat in Portugal? Guys, come on. <laughs> We out here eating prepared chicken every day. I have been shamed and I love Nando's. Okay. You know, so mm. sardines, mm -hmm. um, those little custard tarts. Like, oh, there's lots. Uh, yeah, so I'm already like, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm side-eyeing this vegan thing and I'm like, girl. No, this vegan thing needs to like, you can put it on post for like just this one week where you're traveling. You know, because yeah. I want to eat everything. But I want to ask you because... When people say that, I think I told you this uh, when we were talking via DM, when people say that they're now trying this veganism thing, they talk about getting sick and yeah, all yeah. of that. Was your transition like, okay? Yeah, I didn't get sick at all. So mm. I'm like, I think I want to go see my doctor just to make sure that like I'm not... <laughs> Getting scurvy or whatever. I don't know yes. what, you know, just mm. to make sure everything is fine. Mm. But I haven't had any adverse okay. effects. Yeah. Okay. But now you must think about in April. April is just around the corner. I know. What are you going to do? Because you can't go there to Portugal and then still be. And mising peri-peri chicken. Uh -uh. <laughs> what is the whole point? What is the so, point? The World Food Travel Association says that 25% of, uh, about 25% of, of, of travelers spend, well, well travelers spend about 25% of their budget mm. on food mm. and beverages. Yeah. So I want to ask you, when you travel, what portion of your budget is spent on food? Much higher than twenty five percent. Much higher than twenty five yeah. because you look for this Michelin. What? what? No, but yes. that's but this is the thing. Like, it's not necessarily about like I don't eat Michelin star oh, meals okay. all the time. Mm. Like, maybe you want like if you're going to some place that is reasonable and mm. not going to shank you the way France does, mm. then sure, you know. But um. I still want to experience things. I'm not going to go there and like, guys, I'm not going to starve. I'm not going to go somewhere and starve. I want to eat. I want to eat meals. Mm. I want to enjoy. I want to have wine. I want to have cocktails. I want to yes. have desserts. Mm. You know, so I think when you say 25% of your travel budget, maybe we should talk about the travel budget. Yeah. <laughs> because How much is that travel budget? Yeah, actually? because yeah. again, like I'm not spending 50k Ridiculous. for one destination yes. mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i'm not spending 100k on one destination mm -hmm. i'm spending 25 or 30k mm -hmm. for everything mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so that 25 percent of that would be 
I'm not going to do the maths live on air. It's not <laughs> going to happen. But you get what I'm saying. Like, it's a bigger proportion of the budget because my overall budget is not exactly high. Mm. So would you say when you travel, what do you spend the most on? Is it flights, accommodation, or actually the food and entertainment? Well, f- for me, flights would be the most expensive yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And then... Followed by... Followed uh, by probably my food and entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you book accommodation though, yeah. are you Airbnb, hotel, what do you what is your preference? It, it depends. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. <coughs> oh, don't die. I'll give you a second. <coughs> Thank you. Even yesterday, I was coughing like crazy. Mm, corona. Okay, don't talk to me. Okay, so, <laughs> start with you answering the question. Yeah. <coughs> Stop it to an hotel, man. Yeah. Airbnb. <coughs> okay. So, the Airbnb versus hotel question is also a lot of different considerations. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to a place and, like, say I'm going to France and I'm going to France for two weeks and I'm staying in three or four different cities, yeah. then I'm more likely to stay in a hotel if it's shorter stays okay. over a longer time. Mm-hmm. If I'm staying for a length of time, like I'm staying in one city for a week, then mm-hmm. I'd get an apartment. So it really depends on what am I going there to do? How long am I staying? So is this because an apartment is cheaper over the long term yeah. or what? Okay. Yeah. So <clears> it's, <throat> it's definitely cheaper if you're going to stay for a longer uh, length yeah. of time. Then also... Especially if you're going to Western Europe, where mm. there are all these old buildings with literally hotel rooms the size of this mm-hmm. podcast studio, mm-hmm. then it's like, am so I gonna, small. you know, <laughs> am I staying in this room for a week? Yes, no, I'd no, rather uh-uh. get an entire apartment. I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. So, what are some of the the favorite your favorite destinations in terms of food travel, like places where you went because the food was just so amazing, or places where you went because you wanted to see the place? Yeah, and the food turned out to be super amazing. So I'm hitting you with cliches. Yes, I'm ha- I'm happy for the cliches. Let's do it. I'm really going to give you the cliche answers mm-hmm. because I think, you know, these places become legendary for food because they literally are legendary for okay. food. Okay. So I've been to Italy twice now. Guys, let's talk about Italy. Let's I want us talk to talk about, about Italy. Italy. Because you go to Italy, you order a, what's that basic pizza? Just a margarita. Margarita. Yeah. And it is the most delicious oh. thing you have ever eaten. And you're like, it's just, there's nothing. It's just tomato and cheese. And there's nothing I mean, else. But it's the most amazing thing. So, yes. Yeah, so, Italy. I'm with you, girl. I'm so stressed. You. Like, if I had, if I had real money, yes. I'd be in Italy every year. Me too. You know what I'm me saying? Too. It's that. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just that goal. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> So definitely Italy. Yeah, Italy mm. to me is like one of and and the reason why I think it's a perfect foodie place for someone like me who likes a carbohydrate. Mm. <laughs> I really love a carb is because you can eat great food at 5 euros mm. and you can eat great food at 500 euros. Mm. You don't have to go there with a massive budget to yes. eat well mm. or even have good wine. So mm. to me that's what that's what makes it such a great foodie mm. destination because if, and each time I've been back, whatever city I'm in, there, mm. there's always something new and different to discover. Yes. Um, whether it's like that twist on the traditional or even just the traditional type of food, mm. you know. Um, and 
Italians are very proud of their food culture. They, they take it very seriously. Yo, Sundays are serious for yes. food. Yeah, actually just dinners with family yes. are like serious stuff. So because of that, um, I, again, I could go back every mm. year and just, I love everything about the food culture there. So pizza, uh, pasta, anything else that you yeah, ev- enjoy? Everything else. Yeah. So I literally made a list of like, and, and again, guys, these are places that, Every now and again, I will literally sit and think. Think about them. That sandwich was amazing. Like <laughs> sandwich, geez. like it's it's down to something yeah. as simple as that. So there are things that I think about for years on end. Where yeah. I'll just remember, remember that thing I once ate. That was really amazing. So <laughs> I'm gonna take you through like my list Please of do. things that I think everyone should eat in right? Italy. Yes. Okay. So where should we start? Should we start in Rome? Yes. So you even have it by city. Sure. Okay. So, okay. So, top tips about doing Rome from a food perspective mm-hmm. is stay away from any place that speaks English. Go and stay in some neighborhood <laughs> and somewhere. Use, and use Google Translate. Use Google Translate. <laughs> Go yes. find some hole in the wall place. Mm. Um, Have your cacio e pepe. Have you had mm. that? Like just Mm-mm. the, oh my God. What? It's like one of the most delicious meals you'll it? ever eat. Cacio e pepe. It's literally like a that. spaghetti type noodle. Yes. With cheese and pepper. That's it. And <gasps> it is it one is... of the most delicious things you will ever eat in your entire life. On my list. Mm. So literally I'll go to whatever dodgy neighborhood, not mm. dodgy necessarily, but just like off the beaten tourism track, track yes. and just go to whatever place that is looks like a regular neighborhood trattoria. Yeah. And because people in Italy eat out all the time, you yes. can see what is the local spot. Because uh-huh. also <clears throat> when you go to like places like Italy, let's say you go to the Colosseum and whatever, don't eat at the restaurants don't that eat are near the, the Colosseum. No. If you go to Paris, the Eiffel Tower, don't go no. to those restaurants close by because those are catered specifically for tourists yeah. and the prices are ridiculous and the food is not even the best that you could actually eat. Exactly. So they're... go to these, go to other neighborhoods, go to yeah. Trastevere as a neighborhood mm. in Rome Go just, trust the very, I always stay in trust the very you when know? I go to Rome <laughs> and then just lose yourself get lost and yes. find like a spot where you see a lot of old locals sitting mm-hmm. and invite yourself to the party girl <laughs> and point to whatever you want on the menu and mm-hmm. I guarantee you it'll be better than a lot of the things you're going to eat yeah. at more expensive or famous places mm-hmm. Um, there's also a market, Testacio Market. Mm-hmm. In what is Trastavere. it called? Testacio Market. Yeah. Uh, guys, again, I'm butchering pronunciation because you know what? I'm going to Google if and Italian put them in the description. <laughs> they also butcher our names and Thank titles. Mm-hmm. So there is a place that literally anyone who asks me about well, Rome. I know that market. I yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a sandwich shop, mm-hmm. Mordi and Vai sandwich shop with these two old retired mm-hmm. Italian men mm-hmm. who are like world famous for the sandwiches they make oh. and and it's like different types of sandwiches so they have like the pulpets the meatball sand yeah. like little meatball subs um, another thing that a lot of people don't know is Italians love tripe Oh, I had tripe in Florence. Yes. I think, yes. So a tripe sandwich is actually a thing, mm. but they prepare it differently. It's yes, obviously it very clean. Very it's, it's very, like yeah, ours. it's mm. in like a dead kind so of tomato sauce, well. mm. those vibes, right? So that's one of the first places that I tell anyone to go to. Just go have the meatball mm. sandwich for like five euros, so six euros. So how have I been to Paris like 
four, five times and I've never been to these places you're talking about. Girl, I'm <laughs> like doing travel the wrong way. Okay, listening. Talk to me about food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before yes. you go anyway, ask me about food. Mm-hmm. Then um let me let me see what else is on this uh Italy uh, roster of mine. Mm-hmm. Now Florence. Florence is also one of my oh, favorite cities yes. on earth. Actually, it's probably my favorite city on earth. Mm-hmm. I love Florence. Um Yes. To that point, that is your favorite city? Yeah. Mm. It's and Florence is very small. You could literally walk around thing. walk around yeah. there for like a day or two and you're done. Yeah, because yeah. it's a walkable city. It's mm-hmm. very small. The art is spectacular. Yes. It's just vibes. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Gorgeous. The food is great. Mm. Um, so speaking about the tripe sandwiches, there's yes. a place called Gusta Tripa. Mm-hmm. It's a just a little hole in the wall tripe shop. And you wow. can have like tripe different ways. Mm-hmm. And that is just still one of the best meals I've ever had. And it's literally oh like gosh. food on the go. So you're not yes. spending more than five, Time six euros. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's probably one of my favorite places. Okay. Then the central market in Florence. I love that place. And there's all these food oh. places and you should just walk around there, pick a place to eat. And it is oh. a, a yeah. must. And people are like, oh, it's a tourist. No, no, no. Locals eat there too. And it's fine. Mm. If the food is good, we're and going. That place is packed. It's like yeah. always packed. Yeah, I it's think it was always super packed. cold when I was there, but it was packed. Yeah. So yeah. I love that place. I mm. would give my life for that place. That mm. place is it. It's everything. Mm. Then on the high end side, mm-hmm. one of the Michelin star places I ate at in Florence is mm. called uh, La Bottega del Buon Cafe. Mm-hmm. Guys, again, my pronunciation. <laughs> pronunciation. It is what it is. We'll forgive you. And there again, you know, if you, if tasting menus and all of those that. sorts of things yeah. like food, you know, food and wine pairings. If that's your thing and you want mm. to experience it and you want to experience it in a high-end environment, yeah. then that's definitely a place I would recommend everyone go to. We, I mean, it's not cheap. We're talking like 150 euro and up for us. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> but <laughs> again, I've eaten at a lot but of was like... was the food delicious oh, in this To this day, euros. I'm just like... Really? And it's not only about the food. Like it is... I've eaten at a lot of like so-called fancy places. Yeah. But just the type of service, mm. the attention that they give you. Yes. You know, the they make it an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you you watch the chefs prepare the food wow. like, kind of in front of you. They talk you through everything, That's you know. Um, and again, they give you that kind of VIP mm. experience. Oh. So, and it's quite an intimate space. So mm-hmm. you're not like... It's not noisy. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a romantic something, something, Good. then yes, yeah. you know. Wow. Um, so that's definitely an experience that I would recommend to anyone. So it sounds like Italy is the place to go. To for me, food. Italy is mm-hmm. just it. It's oh, <laughs> guys, I'm like, what am I going to eat when I get home? <laughs> 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 then. Uh, we were also fortunate enough to go to uh, the Amalfi Coast one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> when did you go to the Amalfi? That's like uh, on my list. When did you go to the Amalfi? So this is, we did, the first time we went to Rome, we, uh, the first <gasps> time we went to Italy, we did two weeks. So we did, we went to Venice, Florence, Amalfi Coast, Rome. We Where did, in Amalfi Coast did you so go? So we went to a town called Ravello. Yeah, did you go to Positano? No, oh, but yet. that's definitely okay. going to be on the list. Uh, yes, yes, that's on the list. Again, like 
Italy, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going back, <laughs> no, you know? It's worth, the thing about Italy, it's worth going yeah. back over and over because yeah. it's just so much to see. So much to see, so mm. much to do. And so much to eat. Yes. <laughs> then they, there's this little restaurant that's quite famous mm-hmm. called Kumpa Cosimo. Mm-hmm. And it's run by this old woman called Netta Botone who's been running this restaurant for 60 years. Oh my God. And she's this old lady. Yeah. She doesn't cook anymore, obviously. She just mm-hmm. kind of treats this restaurant like a house and wow. she goes around to every table and she asks you, are you enjoying your, f- yes. your food? Are you enjoying your meal? Mm-hmm. And it's very much a small village ethos to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So literally their family butchery is next door. Wow. So all the meat gets cut, yeah. like literally next door. Mm. Every plate in the restaurant is like handmade. Wow. So they all have like the name of the restaurant on the plate. So it's because this town is also known for its uh, glassware and crockery. So mm. again, it's like all part of that village feel, you know, yes. like all the food is locally sourced, bloody blah, 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 like mm. very much, very much hipster, mm. very much, you know, things millennials like. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I had the five pasta tasting mm. plates mm-hmm. where it's like five different uh, oh pastas. And it's, again, to this day, <laughs> I think about that meal every now and again. I just think back to that meal and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it was the one. Isn't it upsetting when you're here at home and you order pasta or pizza and it's just like... And this, I don't do it, girl. <laughs> because to avoid disappointment. Yeah, now I must be dealing with... I, okay. <laughs> Definitely Italy, guys. If you haven't been to Italy, if hmm. Janine hasn't sold it, then I don't know. <laughs> guys, again, and, and you know, you can plan your trip as kind of, you know, with with your budget in mind. Mm-hmm. Like people think Italy costs um, two million rand to go it to. It does. How we pay you. Uh, no, but just in terms of getting there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Getting there is actually not that bad. Because if you've got like eight grand, you can get yeah. to you can get to Rome. Yeah. Just just choose your timing um well and all of that. And if you like me, don't mind layovers. Go go via you don't mind Ethiopia. Layovers? I don't. Okay, but long layovers or just layovers? You know What's what? The longest? Am I gonna get there? That's the question. <laughs> Okay, so if you have that attitude, then you can get anywhere with like a uh, budget. Exactly. Small, a tiny budget. Like for me, it's more, I don't care if I'm flying with goats and chickens. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to get there, I'm going to get there. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I like that. I like that. So what other place besides Italy uh, food where you experienced the most? Yeah, mm. so again, yeah, like I'm a, I'm a walking cliche today. Forget about talking about cliches because the thing is, Yes, there's cliches about Italy and whatever place you're going to mention now. Mm. But you literally went there and you tasted yeah. the food and you're like confirmed. Yes. So I had a false start with this place. <laughs> and then I went back and I was like, it redeemed itself in Okay. My eyes. What is this place? So Paris. So my... Fo- yes. Okay. So tell, take me through that. Yeah. So I've <laughs> been to France twice. Mm-hmm. And... Both times to Paris? So uh, the first time I went to France, I went to Nice, mm-hmm. Paris, Avignon, like in the south. Okay. Um, and then the second time I went to France, I just did Paris. Okay. So the first time I enjoyed food everywhere else but Paris. Mm-hmm. And then the second time it was like, okay, we uh, let's make the best of it, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, and I think the reason is... It unlike Italy, where you can literally get something for five euro and it's gonna blow your mind. Yes. Paris is a scam, a sham, a bamboozle, <laughs> a hassle. 
it will humble you mm. in the worst possible ways. Mm. It will humble your pocket. It will make you second guess yourself. Yeah, don't go to Paris on a budget, guys. Yeah. You, you have to be willing to spend money yes. to, to enjoy yourself. Exactly. Or plan for the yeah. shock, yeah. you know. Um, <clears throat> so Paris, the second time was a much better culinary experience mm -hmm. like i'm not saying i didn't enjoy paris the first time i went loved yeah. it it's there's just something about pa you know i love paris hate parisians it is what it is <laughs> um Apparently they're very not they're not very friendly no they are incredibly mm. rude mm. and especially if you don't speak the language yes mm. and you know Sometimes the Cape Flats jumps out. <laughs> so when you, not even sometimes, it just be there. So when you combine a rude Parisian mm, with, with me, with, with you, quick to activate, like, Yo, mess. you know, mm. mess.com. <laughs> so when my patience is at an all-time high and my yeah. pockets are full, then Paris it is. It's okay. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, again, like if you like... um that kind of like traditional French cuisine, if you want to have those kinds of experience, and obviously you want to just go have it in the home of, yeah, which is Paris. Yeah. But you're not going to have the same level. It's not going to hit mm -mm. at five euro. Mm -mm. No. Unfortunately. Mm -mm. It's going to hit at 30 euro upwards yeah. for a meal. You know, that's, once you get to the 30 euro and upwards, then you're going to start having those meals that yeah. you like, going to remember two years down the line. So what do we eat in Paris? That's nice. You eat... Again, that traditional French food. You're mm. eating, oh God, you know, a vegan sitting here talking about meat dishes. Lord. Today you're not vegan. <laughs> Today I'm not vegan, right? So you ha you're going to have your duck. You're going to have your, mm. you know, your yes, you are going to have your escargot. You're going to have mm. your frog's legs. You're going to have like your onion soups. You're going to mm. have all your like typical traditional French, French food, dishes. Yeah. Mm. Um, you're going to have these like, strange little stews with chickens chicken mm. floating in that's yes. going to be so delicious and so like pared down but still bangs at the same time mm -hmm. you're going to have delicious bread yeah. great wine oh yes of course the bread and the yes. wine champagne as well of course <laughs> if you love shampopo <laughs> yes which mm. i do mm. so again um even some if you want to do like a simple great meal yeah. then have a picnic You know, it's as simple as going to supermarket and getting mm. some great cheese, some great meat, mm. some great bread, pick up a bottle of champagne and you can go put your blanket underneath the Eiffel yes. Tower. You know, that little park. are actually a good thing. Yeah. Just, uh, well, to just see what locals are eating yeah. and how they... I think there's actually something about if you visit a city to see how they live and how they go to a supermarket. Yeah. Because I think the first time where I saw those... Uh, Uh, you know those places where you self-service in terms yes. of the till. There's no person standing behind the till. You actually do your own thing. Was 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 actually in Paris. Yeah. So yeah. that's if you want kind of like a more. If you don't just Local. want to be dealing with the sticker shock <laughs> of eating at restaurants all the time, that's mm. one way you can work your way around it and like treat yourself to like make your own little picnic basket yes. and go and sit under the Eiffel Tower like yeah. a local locals yeah. do that yeah because there's um, that whole grassy thing yes. there by the Eiffel Tower you can just actually go and have a picnic there yeah. just chill and again mm. that's more cost effective than Very necessarily much. going to have a three course meal 100%. but if you want three course meals then there mm -hmm. is no better place than than Paris yes. um, yeah, places I've got a few places go which again guys askies Frenchies, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's real. Mm -hmm. um, I have a place that where we went to have dinner yeah. and we were crying afterwards when we paid the bill. But oh, yeah. you listen. The tears are so real. <laughs> yes. They were like, what? 
again, like <laughs> the the humility no. that being in Paris teaches it you. It teaches you so much. <laughs> because you like, yeah, you can live your life. You're just that girl. You're in your German car. Uh-uh. You, you know, you know, you can just go shopping when you want to. This, that, and the other. Ah, and Paris. Then you get to Paris. <laughs> you're literally thinking is this cup of coffee mm, worth it this much yeah. you know mm. is this is this little piece of bread worth it so you mm. need to go there with that mindset like this milkshake hundred and something ah, you know <laughs> this one cocktail mm. and then you're like I might as well have two <laughs> if I'm gonna be paying school fees for this might I might as, as well. well have two yes might as well make a whole night of it seeing that this is this is how things are going um, yeah so there, there are a few places um, that I'd recommend you know, I'm going to give you some resources, some places you can look at for help in like finding places, booking places. Okay. So w- one place or a website I discovered was thefork.com. Mm. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. No, it's, I don't think I've heard of the fork. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's a website. It's not an app. Well, it's an app website. Oh, there's an app can, as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, it's by TripAdvisor. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it's... If you're going to one of these countries where people eat out all the time, you need to book even for a three star, even for a smaller even like for a three star. Yes. Mm. Like if you wanna Experience. if there's a popular local oh, restaurant, okay. yes. you best believe they're going to be full every night. Mm. Right? Mm. So the fork helps you find restaurants. Obviously, ratings, reviews are on Can there. Book and the book app? on okay. the app. Perfect. So the fork, it makes yeah. it quite seamless um so use the fork especially in those cities where people eat let me download it now yeah Mm. (laughs) so if you're going to a a rome or if you're going to uh paris it's i'd recommend downloading it and making sure you get your bookings in because you can't sometimes just roll up to a place and be like like you said especially if it's popular yeah Uh. so use the fork the fork Mm. was i found it very helpful in paris because again, it's a foodie city. It's a foodie culture. Mm. There are re- millions of restaurants in that city. Mm. And again, how do you pick the ones? So yes, read reviews. So there are reviews there, right? There are reviews, okay. ratings, mm-hmm. and another thing. I know. Yes, people use your Google. <laughs> use your Google Maps. Use your Google. What's nearby? Mm. Use your Google Trips. Plan your trip with your yes. Google Trips. Um, you know. It's such a useful resource. It helps you find like, okay, I'm in this neighborhood. Mm. What is around me? Um, So So that's the folk. Yes, the folk. Another place, hate or love her. Gwyneth Paltrow did something with Goop. Oh, yes. The city guides. They did city guides? Yes, Goop has city guides, guys. Oh, I didn't know that. Goop city guides. Is it on the app? Where is it? The, I don't know, the, the, the website? Like, oh, I don't on know. the website, yeah. Because um, I saw there's like a Netflix group thing now. I don't know what that's hey, about. You know yeah. what? Gwyneth and the scams. <laughs> that girl me. is busy. But also she cooks, isn't it? I mean, isn't she the does one who she? Cooks? <laughs> she's the one who cooks. I don't know, but there's something about food there. Yeah, yeah so, so Gwyneth and the scams are really not for me. <laughs> Why are you saying but she's got... What's it, did I miss Have something? you been on Goop? Have you been on that website? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I seen she. I, I saw she does like some wellness thing. Yes. So Gwyneth is out here selling you water bottles with crystals in them for oh fifty dollars. Those oh, vibes. Like okay, now again, she's making money. Is she not acting anymore? What's going on? Gwyneth yeah. don't care about no acting. <laughs> the money's at Goop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, 
their city guides are actually really great oh. and you can literally search for like best cocktails in Love wherever it. best yeah. you know lunch spots in and again like she does not I don't know who her people are mm. does not disappoint so that's one thing wow. she can scam people with jade eggs that they shove up their vaginas <laughs> whatever all day long but I'm not going to take the one thing away from her yeah. that works which is a city, city guide guides. okay I'm gonna check this out I've never I've never actually heard of it yeah no, she's it's they I've used it for a few places mm. and I haven't been disappointed. Okay. Um so just in in terms of places to eat in uh Paris. Yes. Who I've been avoiding even pronouncing these things, guys. So there is a little spot in Montmartre yes. called Oh, Jehovah be with me. I should have asked my husband to voice it. <laughs> Does he speak French? Yeah, he oh, speaks nice. French. So um it's it's like in English, the English trans- translation is like um, a letterbox or something. Okay, you'll send me the so, name on, 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 on WhatsApp yes. so I can put it in the description. So it's called Le Boit à Lettre, something like mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. they do a three-course meal for 33 th- euros. Oh, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Yes. But again, it's one of those spots that is super popular. You so need you to, to book. book well in advance. It's small. Mm-hmm. Locals go there. Mm-hmm. They go and look at you up and down if you're just thinking you're going to rock up. So make uh-huh. your booking before you go. And yeah. it is... Like the perfect French food. Like, while you know when you're just like, this is like a little bar. Why is the food so amazing? It's one of those places that it's just like, this doesn't make sense, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And they do say that if the locals go there, that's the place to go. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, I still think about the carrot soup I had there. And I mean, it's like, it's carrot soup, guys. I don't even like carrot soup. Yes. But it was just so But I had the carrot soup and Mm. it was just, you know, when you're just like, I can taste everything inside this dish. It's all amazing. Sure. You know? Mm. Um, So I recommend that. Mm -hmm. Another place that I recommend is a place called La Fusain. They do French fusion. So they take like traditional French food and they mix it with Eastern kind of techniques. Yes. Um, Also had a three course meal there and it was one of the most impressive meals I've ever had just in terms of the kind of stuff they're trying to do, you know? Um, Then there's a place close to... What is this museum that's just fallen out of my out of my head? Um, it's Beyonce's museum. How can I not remember? Oh, Lou, close to <laughs> the Lou, close to the Lou. <laughs> and so you would think that you must avoid that touristy area, uh-huh. but the minute you step into that place, you like, okay, this is something they're about to do something here. Mm-hmm. It's called La Forme. Forme. Is it right there in that uh, in that area where the Lou is, or is it outside? So it's okay. it's. Close to the closest station, Whoa, closest okay. the closest okay, so metro. Outside, yeah. Um, and it's again like outside. You like tourists, 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 tourists. Mm. You walk inside, and it's like Parisians. So, what is the place called? La Fumier. La Fumier. Yeah. Okay. It's like a. It's a big dining room. It's a really big restaurant. Yeah. But again, like there are no tourists there. Wow. And it's definitely one of those places that's you know in in in. Uh, reviews people are always talking about you know the well healed of the city goes there oh it's very much that okay so if you want to spot celine handbags and chanel handbags go there not that it's super expensive it's just the the place itself is not super expensive it's not outrageously Mm. expensive but it is the plate the type of place where you Mm. go and see some things you know Mm. what i mean but it's very cozy it has the look and feel of like um 
like a smoke-filled cigar lounge, but yeah. not really smoke-filled, ah, like really dim lighting, dark, dark wood, mm. um, amazing cocktails. But what did you eat there? Oh, poor oh, belly. So drank, oh, oh. Oh, and and, so and drank the co- cocktails. Drank amazing cocktails. Mm-hmm. They'll have like a cocktail of the day. Mm-hmm. And they even print a menu for the cocktail of the day. So it just what? goes to show how serious these people are, are about so their lives. <laughs> wow. Not just a little leaflet. They have like a little... This yeah. is what the cocktail is, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so definitely one of, I would definitely go back there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, now I have a list of places to go to when I do go back to Paris because I do miss uh, it. Uh, did you do the, what's that place? The castle? What's that place? It's like an hour away. Oh, uh, Mont Saint-Michel. Yes. That, you, I haven't go? been. Oh, you go. And I'm definitely, mm-hmm. like, every time when we say we're going to France, mm-hmm. it's on the list. Yes. And then it never and then happens. And it falls off the list. Yes. So it's definitely, I'm thinking, maybe should I take my mother to France? Just go for the food. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe that's food. where I'm taking her. Don't mm-hmm. tell her. Did you find it to be romantic, though? No, not really. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. I found it to be romantic because I had my first holiday fling in Paris. So for me, it was, it was romantic. But like, I think if you just, it's not really like super romantic. You can just go there with your friends. Yeah. I and mean, even your mom, like you were saying. You can make it romantic, I mm. suppose, if you want to. Mm-hmm. But if, the, the, you know, the metro stinks. There's no romance <laughs> there. Yes. Parisians are rude, mm-hmm. so no, you're not even not. like dealing with mm. people who are gonna entertain Super your fantasies. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose you know you can build that yeah. kind of bubble of romance. My, like when I think of Paris, I just remember like this one evening, and we're just walking down the street and like holding hands, mm. and, like going to a bar. Like, oh, guys, I can talk. Maybe this is another episode. So anyway, guys, yes, Paris. Lelo is. <laughs> Blushing. It, it was the most beautiful experience ever. The smile on her face. <laughs> no! She is blushing. This is a lot right now. Okay, sorry. Back to the food. Ah! Okay, we even though this is actually food, but yeah. Mm! We're talking food, not snacks. Paris. Yeah. Oh, not snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any other place in Paris or do you have another another country that you oh, guys, went I, to? I have to give a... Sh- you know what? I, a lot of people have their own experiences of uh, Spain, of Barcelona. No, no, I no, found guys. I people Spain, very, very Actually, racist. sorry. Why? Uh, um, what? Yes. In Spain? Mm. Over Paris? I mean, you know. I Tell find... Me. I find... The French are just rude, Jay. Okay. No, not the French. Actually, yeah. let me amend that. Parisians are just mm-hmm. rude. Um, it it's in their DNA. Mm-hmm. It comes with the birth certificate, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but sometimes we have to think: is this rudeness or is it racism? Mm, yeah. With them, it's just a chance being rude. They just rude. Mm. They just you know. And and Spain. I found the Spanish to be quite racist. What happened? No, just. You just bag clutching your, vibes. Oh, oh uh, really? Yes. You know, not sitting next to you on the oh bus, my stairs, that kind of but thing. But when you are talking about food, I'm actually quite surprised that you would mention Paris over Spain. Because I would think Spain over Paris. You know. <sighs> Tell me about that. I, d- I have had some truly memorable meals in Spain. Mm-hmm. I think it's the people that maybe have really oh, turned yeah. me off. Okay, understandable. But. There is one restaurant or one chef who I need to shout out because to this day, I'm still thinking about that. Like, you know, when you just sit in your quiet moments and you're like, 
Yeah. I would really like to go back and eat this thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a restaurant called La Barra de Carles Abrian. Mm-hmm. And the, the chef is Carles Abrian. Mm-hmm. And he has So when multiple... you go to a restaurant, you actually ask for the chef's details. Oh, sometimes it's like a famous chef sometimes yes. it's like a well-known chef oh, sometimes you know okay. so he has multiple restaurants yeah um and he's quite kind of renowned oh um, okay and this restaurant is like one of firstly the most beautiful restaurants i've ever been what in. is it called again um la barra like uh, the bar of yeah it's like the bar of Ka- mm-hmm. uh, carles abian mm. and so it's like um you sit in like a U formation. Oh. It's like a it's like a bar set up all the way around. So mm-hmm. you all all the guests oh, in this restaurant, wow. you are basically facing people as you eat. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's quite an intimate setting. Mm-hmm. Um again, service right up there. Wow. The food it was just incredible. Like, you know when people just love their jobs. Like everyone this is Barcelona, right? Yes, yes. Like everyone from the you know, what do they call apprentices, the apprentice chefs who are working mm-hmm. there, everyone from there to the sommelier, to Everybody, the waiter, to yeah. the the head chef, to people who are, who are just like working the front desk. You can tell that everyone loves being there and oh, loves the food man. and loves the, their job. Mm-hmm. And they like have a passion for it and will tell you about this, tell you about <sighs> that, yeah. you know. Um, so definitely one of my favorite dining experiences of all time. Like I will... I still think about the cheesecake <laughs> with such passion. When was the last time you went to to, to Barcelona? That was probably Spain. two years two back. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, you know, have you? So, with your travels, before you go back to the next place, with your travels, have you done more travels with your husband or alone or with friends? I think it's like, hmm, probably fifty. 50 with him and without him. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, this year, I don't think we're traveling together at all. Uh, because you... Sad, sad, is, sad. Is it because you want to go to certain places and he's got other priorities? Yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't have the time to go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Or I don't... So there are places on my bucket list where he's like, good luck. I'm all. not going there. <laughs> But but then it's okay to, for you to actually just go and do your thing. It's yeah. not like we always have to travel together. Exactly. And there are places on his bucket list where I'm like, looking forward to the pictures when you get back. You know? <laughs> so what's the one place you So it's not even to? about places that I wouldn't go to. It's mm. like the what he's going to go do oh, there. okay. Like he, mm. I would, he went to Bali and... Oh, well, I remember. I saw that. Yeah, yes. So he went, to, he went to Bali, went to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um. And it completely slips my mind where else he went. In. Yeah. And you are not interested in It's going not to that, Bali? It, of course, I'm, it's on my list, girl. Oh, I okay. wanna go, can but it's the what we're gonna do there oh, part of it. Okay. So I'm not waking up at midnight to go and hike volcanoes. No. Or go queue for that gate of heaven, something. Or, yes. you know, or go see this mm. temple that you have to go <laughs> see at sunrise. Yes. And you must now hike across something called the Sea of Sand. Mm. That's not for me. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to go do Bali again and we want to go and relax on a beach, fabulous. Happiness. Let's do it. Any day. Yes. But to go there, okay. to go hiking so in the middle of the night. he's got things that he wants to do and you're like, okay, go do your thing. It's yeah. Fine. We'll go another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has another okay. hiking trip coming up towards the end of the year. And I'm like, would love to, but. No, no can do. <laughs> show me the pictures when you get back. 
Okay, so Barcelona, you definitely loved the place you mentioned, which I'm not going to yes. repeat. And uh, is there any other place in in in, in Spain or Barcelona? That oh, you... I mean, there's so many. There's a there's a spot I went to for my birth, my 34th birthday. So that must have been Were you in Barcelona. Yeah, ah. so it was. Because uh, 35 was last year, mm-hmm. 34 was the year before, so that was like 20, <laughs> 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, I ate uh, at a place called Beknik for my mm-hmm. birthday, mm-hmm. and they make this card salad that I still think about every now and again. Mm-hmm. It just comes to me when I'm just like, mm, that card salad. Mm-hmm. We we went to a tapas place called Nan Granados. Nine Granados, because there's a guy, like a South African guy, who had moved to Barcelona. So I, when we went to Barcelona, I sent him a DM on Instagram. Mm. Like, when one is famous, one can just reach out to people. <laughs> no, I knew him before. He- <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, where is a good place to go eat? And then he told us about Nine Granados. It's like a very, you know, these places you, you can, when you look at it, you're like, ah, this place yeah. looks dodgy. But the food and the tapas came out, mm. and we had. When I think of Barcelona and going you back, think about I, that. I'm going to go back to that place. Oh, you must and let me know because... Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it was so... The food was delicious. So next time I do go there, definitely. <sighs> yeah. Guys, let's just go eat somewhere yeah, else. So, I'm just like, this is too much. <laughs> this is too much. So Spain. Yeah. Italy. Yeah. France. Yeah. Good food. Definitely guaranteed. Yes. And Janine has given us places to go eat. Yes. I mean, you know... Let me know. Hmm. Let me know what I've missed. Because obviously they are super famous restaurants. Yes. But these are just like the ones that I thought were like worth mm-hmm. my time. I remember when we went to Florence, I knew like the Florence, the, the Florentian, I don't know how they call it, what, tribe. Mm. Tribe is a thing. Yep. So I knew like when I went to Florence, you have, you to, have to have the, the tribe. tribe. Yes. And there was this other restaurant as well that sells like ste- steaks. They make mm. steaks. That's their specialty. Yeah, the Florentine steak. Yeah. yeah. They... Okay, when when I went, I can't remember what it was, like 50 euros. And my friend was like, I am not doing this thing. I was like, okay, cool. Fine. My treat, let's go. Yeah. We, can, we can't come here and not have it, you know, just to experience it. And it was just delicious. Even before the steak, there was like, we had soup. I don't even oh. remember what soup it was. And it was just the most delicious soup. I think sometimes you spend money, but as part of the experience, yes. right? You can always be counting coins uh, sometimes during these trips. So you also yeah. believe in like just... You know, just spoil yourself and yeah, enjoy. but but plan for it, right? Yeah. So I know, literally, guys. I, as I said, I'm a lot when it comes to my planning. <laughs> I know the euro amount I'm willing Fish, to spend bra, per day on bra. a meal, and I know then. Okay, so you plan? Yes. Because this is the, my limit in terms of what I can spend on the yeah. food. Okay. So, and that's how I can in factor in. Okay, mm. you know what? I can spoil myself with like a an expensive meal, yeah. and again, I do a lot of the work of planning before I even get on that plane. Okay. Good. So even for this upcoming trip in April, mm-hmm. you best believe the restaurants will be booked before I even get there. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. so I know ballpark how mm-hmm. much money I'm supposed to okay. be spending on everything. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how I that's mm-hmm. how I like afford it. And I'm but not how do you how do you save sorry sorry to interrupt yeah. but how do you save for, for, for travel? Because a lot of people talk about oh it's expensive. I yeah. think you also talked in one of your stories a couple of Months ago, you talked about, you know, budgeting for your yeah. travels. How do you do so that? So I just have have a consistent, I'm one of those people who saves. Okay. You know, um, so whether it's for a something or not for something, I just build savings. Mm. Um, then when it comes to, okay, the 
saving for a trip. Like I know this year I want to go to three places, for example. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, how much am I willing to spend on travel for this year? Mm-hmm. So again, it's that discussion. Are you spending 100K? Are you spending 50K? Are you spending 25K? <laughs> you know? Then that's then I start saying, okay, cool. If I want to go to three places this year, maybe if I save... 10k a month over a year I'll have mm. 100 you know 120,000 rand mm. then you can then, split it depending on the trip. yes mm. or depending on what I'm saving for specifically yeah. or I do a that thing that we were talking about like I want to go to Italy Italy mm. flights go on special every yes. now and again mm. I know that I'm looking at spending no more than 8,000 rand on, on that flight. ticket yeah. then I know okay I need to save over the next mm-hmm. 6 months for that thing mm-hmm. then I start thinking then once I've booked the the flight then the next thing I need to book is my accommodation mm-hmm. and again I'm not staying at the Four Seasons no no you know <laughs> I'm not the girl. As long as it's comfortable. Yes. And, you know, you as long can... as it's not a flea bag hotel. Yes. <laughs> um, then I book the accommodation. So all of those bookings are happening six months in advance. So you like plan well in advance. Yes. Yeah. Or knowing January, for example, mm-hmm. uh, flights and accommodation. Specials. The specials are crazy. Mm-hmm. So I know December, I'm not going to go whiling because mm-hmm. I'm going to save some cash. So you could book in January. For my bookings in yes. January. Right. Mm-hmm. Because these airlines actually do run specials in January. Yeah. Mm. Then, so those two things are booked well in advance. My flights and my accommodation. Uh Then literally in the run up to my trip, Mm. I can then start doing the research, the booking of, Mm. okay, you want to go see this museum, it costs this. So this month Mm. I'm going to book that ticket. Then the next month I'll book, oh, you know, there's a famous restaurant and I want to go eat at that restaurant. Mm. I'll book the the restaurant mm-hmm. in advance, mm-hmm. then I know how much I need to save for that experience. Okay. So I'm constantly okay. So it, the 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 trick is to save. Put yeah. Money aside. Save yeah. and spread the cost. Mm-hmm. Don't think a month before you're gonna drop. No, 25K. it's not gonna happen. I'm Mm-mm. spreading the cost over six months. Mm-hmm. You know. So and it's the, also more expensive to to book like yes. for next month now. So rather spread it over yeah. over time. Mm. So by the time I get on the plane, the only thing I need to think about is having miscellaneous spending money mm. for, again, public transport. I do not <laughs> Uber when I'm uh, traveling. Okay, I need to learn that. Yes. yes. Mm. Um. So having the kind of the money for your mm. and it's and it's actually cheaper the yes. metro and yeah, yeah the bus where yeah. there is yeah. So saving for the so then then what I'm using my money for on the ground is literally like stuff on the run, mm. the meals, the coffee, mm. the. I don't know what do people buy. I don't even know what people. <laughs> do you buy. shop when you travel? Not really. Not really. No, so because you you always look stylish in oh, your you. in your in your trips, you do. So you prepare your 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 outfits yeah. before you leave. Yeah, I don't buy clothes anymore. Mm-hmm. Lol. Anymore. When I travel, <laughs> what what, yeah. what happened? What what made you stop? Again, it's like, why would I spend that much money when I can? travel instead like I, uh, my priority is you know when i when i've got like money in my account i'm like where can i go with this <laughs> dude <laughs> and if i have to pay for something i'm like shit this is the equivalent of a flight to rome or wherever you else. know mm. so okay that's I, that's I where i'm you. at mm-hmm. so i'm not going anywhere to necessarily shop unless mm-hmm. there's <sighs> unless it's a bag 
Nice then you can get it cheaper there than in in center. What's that? Diamond Rot Rot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or there's something very specific that I'm saving for for my next European trip that I'm I am saving towards. Yes. And when I get there, I will buy it as my kind of, you know, Good you're girl. an adult now. <laughs> you deserve nice things. Mm. This is the one treat. But I'm not one of those people who goes and like buys clothes. Mm-hmm. Clothes are the same everywhere, guys. That is true. And sometimes like Okay, I won't go there because I was going to say something about this, but I'm not going to say it because I'm still guilty of it. Mm. But literally, the world is like so globalized. Yeah. Clothes are the same everywhere. Anyway, Why would I like true. go all the way for clothes shopping? Yeah. I'm going there to see, to experience, mm-hmm. to eat, to live. You know? Wow, I love that. Okay. So, have you ever thought of... um? You know, just going back to the food topic, have you ever thought of, you know, these people, sometimes they travel to places and they do like cooking classes and all of that? To do what with that knowledge? (laughs) (laughs) To come back home and then cook. (laughs) (laughs) Janine is like, and easy. (laughs) So you expect me to go somewhere and then spend four hours in someone else's kitchen learning how to make pasta from scratch. Do you ever travel from like alone? Yes. Because um, Michali was here and she said she did that because she was alone. And for yeah. her, it was like an opportunity to like, you know, interact with the the locals. And yeah. da, 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 da. So no, you're not about that no, life. No, I'd rather take that time to go eat somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Where someone else yeah. is. Because this sounds like work. I know. No, now I'm there making raviolis for what reason? <laughs> Then you sit and enjoy and have a conversation. Or I can go and like use the money for that cooking class to go eat someone else's already well-made ravioli. Food. <laughs> Now I'm going to eat my, this, this attempt, my mango. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. So Janine, thank you. You've been so, so awesome. I want to know, is there any other place that we didn't mention? Because we talked about these big three. Cliches yeah, you I call think, them, but I think Let's keep true. the big three cliches mm, for now. Mm. Um I'll come back once I hit the east. So, where are you going next? Where so to as next? I said, uh, right, right now it's, it's it's Lisbon that I'm planning Lisbon, for. Yes. Where, Lit- am, where am I getting Istanbul from? You know what? You're getting it from my vibes. Oh yes, I knew there was there was that vibe taking here somewhere. You're getting it from my vibes because um, do you have the Travel Start app on your phone? No, yeah, flap. It's the flight booking Mm-mm. app from Travel Start. Mm-mm. And sometimes they like have the push alerts about this is on special, that is on special. I need to get that. And today mm-hmm. I got the push alert for Istanbul flights, okay. direct Istanbul flights How are going much? for 8K. Oh my gosh. And I'm sitting here like. Is this with uh, the Turkish Airlines? I think it's Because the Turkish Airlines is always like 12,000 and so. So if yeah. it's 8K, it's a good deal. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, oh, that's hello, interesting. Hello. <laughs> Because it's also a great foodie town. Yes, like it's about Istanbul. But now when you plan your trips, do you decide at the beginning of the year, these are the places that I want to yeah. go to this year. So you've got like this my travel resolutions yeah. for the year. So Istanbul yeah. is in my, it's playing in the somewhere, back of my it's mind. It's not top of the list, but it's there somewhere. Yeah. So it is, me. it's there. It's, mm. it's in the ether. It's something mm-hmm. that, you know, and I'm not going to ignore it. So at Mm-mm. some point, Mm-mm. if the pictures pop up, know that I've fulfilled that. <laughs> You're like booking yeah. Istanbul. Here we go. Yeah. And then... Mm. Um, I'm hoping to go sometime this year. I just don't know when. Have you been before? Never. Awesome. No. But you know people, what I'm saying? People, people have had such amazing experiences there. I know. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm dying to go. Yeah. I'm really dying to go. Mika Stefano went oh. I think, last year and I was like looking at his too, like, oh, this is amazing. No, it just looks like a dream. Yeah. 
You know, if we talk about travel, we can stand. We can sit here like the whole no, month. No, 100%. 100%. <laughs> but Janine, thank you so much. Thank you for You've having me. You've been so me. awesome, so generous. And I really hope you come back. I, I know my listeners are going to love you because this is a, an amazing conversation. Guys, and if you really want to drag me on social media, you can find me at. Yes, please, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> and I really love that you you love travel and you yeah. share such good content yeah. when it comes to travel. So please, guys, follow Janine. What's your handle? So on Twitter and on Instagram, it's at Janine underscore J. Again, come at me. It's fine. Stay on the, those stories. Like go to her story highlights. The, start there and then yeah. you, you'll see just yeah. why. And guys, hey, hey. Oh my God. Uh, yes. And my hair book will be coming out this year. Yes. Tell, us about, tell me about the hair book. So I have two books that are kind of in the ether right two now. Two books? Hey, hey. Mugella, you are breaking. Yes, someone <laughs> needs to. Uh, who pays for this book? <laughs> huh? Great. Okay, tell um, me about the book. So yes, yeah, so I um have a signed book deal. Mm. Um, uh, I'm right. So you just a, need to deliver. Uh, yes, yeah, so mm. I'm side eyeing myself for that. <laughs> um, so I'm writing a book on natural hair, the natural hair movement in South Africa. So that, you, you did an ebook yes, last year. Yes. Mm. Um, a free ebook, so you can feel yes. free to go and 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 get that there. But Where this do they will, get the book, the free ebook. So though? you will get that on you if you go on my social media. You okay, see it you'll there. Find the link. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, if you Google me, you'll okay. find it on my website. Mm. Um, so yes, it'll be a full length book about natural hair in South mm. Africa. Kind of. Do you talk about a hairline and how to get it back, girl? Because that's my struggle. Right? That's that's like the number one issue. That's my struggle that everyone comes to me with. So. Yes. You will find okay. information. Gotcha. In, I'm yeah. buying the book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a natural hair book. What yes. Else? Uh, uh, I have a novel <gasps> that I finished last year. Novel. Yes. Janine used to be the editor of Seventeen magazine, so yes. she's a journalist. In case I didn't mention it, and because she forgot, <laughs> like this girl can write for days. Yeah. Okay. So I have a novel yes. that I think you will find very interesting. It's about love and relationships. I'm going to give you some insight into it because I think I need to talk to you about this book. Okay. <laughs> um, that is, yes, it's been bouncing around the publishing world yeah. and I'm supposed to be like kind of polishing it yes. um, to resubmit it. But I, who has the time? So hopefully <laughs> I will be um, releasing two books this year. Janine, a couple of years ago, we talked about writing a book. Yes. It was you. Yep. Me, yep, Mohadi. Uh -huh. Mohadi is now in, in, Amsterdam. in Amsterdam, guys. She's yep. working for Netflix. Yep. Oh, okay. So, so I know somebody else is also going to Amsterdam for Netflix. Yeah. So, guys, I we think are right. know the same person. Yes, yes. The publicist. Yes. So, Janine and I, and Janine, myself, Mohadi, Connie Ferguson. Yes. I even had Terry Petro somewhere there, yep. and my friend Kiki. I wanted us to write a book, and it was about yo. You know what? What? All things are possible. Oh my god! Keep that. Keep that. Do you think I should still keep the idea? Yeah. Like don't... years later, because that was like maybe 2010, 2012. I don't know, but I had the idea Girl, for us to write a book, and if, here you are writing two books. This if year. me, if a whole me can, I'm so can lazy pull out now, books. though. guys, yo, I'm lazy to even write a full tweet. So imagine <laughs> a book. <laughs> so I always feel yeah. like if I can do it, anyone can do it. But so. when is the when are the books coming out? So um. Allegedly, my release date for the hair book is September. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And then the novel, it's based on 
me and my delivery. So I'm <laughs> I'm not going to put a, yeah, a date, date to on it. it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna support because my hair under the wigs, my hair yeah, is natural. Yeah. I really wanna put it out like you let your hair out, you know. But ish the hairline, bruh. The hairline is an issue. So I'm waiting for your book. Please, I need to see what they want to do. You know, people don't understand. This is why I'm growing my hair too. Because I love mm. scissors. Mm. I love cutting my hair. <laughs> but I'm like, I can't be putting out a book about hair. And then, and I'm then like, your hair looks messy. No. So I, I'm growing my hair. I want it to flourish. Yes, so, you know, by the time stunning. that book comes out, people aren't calling me all types of frauds and scammers. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to call you a <laughs> Janine, thank you so much. Thank this you, has Lelo. been amazing. I'm so glad you made the time. Thank you. This has been amazing. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We will catch up again next week. But in the meantime, if you listen on Apple, please leave a review and comment. It helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that. So I appreciate that very much. And also you can find us on social media at Chica Travel Pod, hashtag Chica Travel Pod. Until next week, goodbye.